Welcome to the Dr. Obedoving a Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith, and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. So, we are into occultism to discover the secrets of the word of God. The secrets of the word of God. Why don't you rather say secrets and you want to say occult? Come and preach. <laughs> what is your problem? Why don't you, you always want to bring issues to us? Just say you are a secret preacher. No, I'm an occult preacher. Oh, this is not the first time. Listen, they called me occult. From 2000, no, that was when it came public. From the year 2000, they said I was occult. So for 25 years, I have been branded as such. 22 years, branded as such. 22 years of deep occultism. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-two years. You can just imagine how deep I've become. If there is any degree, probably I'm in the thirty-third degree. <laughs> if yes, amount to degree, then I'm in the twenty-second. People, forget about them. What they are saying. That's not what matters. What matters is the word of God. Not what people claim and how they call it. The word of God, the word of God, the word of God. And that is the reason why we are a cult in the body of Christ. But the truth is that when we put them to the test, to ask them questions, that is when we will find them wanting. So it is not you going about and tail bearing and saying things. It is in, can we sit and talk? What are you? And who are you? You don't even know who you are. In Christ, there is nothing like, I want to drop it. So, the subject matter is occultism, cultism, heresy. And can you imagine Paul said, I belong to the way that calls, but I admit, Acts 24, 40, but I admit, I admit, said Paul, that I followed the way which they call a cult. I followed the way. 
I worship the God of ancestors. I firmly believe the Jewish law and everything written in the prophets. Somebody says, no, 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 no. It was not Paul that was calling it a court. It was they that were calling it a court. Actually, that was what was happening because Paul was into a particular cultivation. Apart from what the main lines were into, it was a sect. It was a cult. If you are not a cult, then stop church. Because church is for cultivation, edification, raising of people. That is cult. So if you are not into a cult, you are wasting the time of the people. You are not cultivating anything within them. And God is going to ask you why you have been appointed as a preacher and you are not into any kind of cultivation. Break it down. So we went into the subject matter of damnable heresy. What is damnable heresy? Any kind of division of religion that denies the death and the resurrection of Jesus is damnable heresy, according to Peter. Any kind, any kind. Of division of religion. So he said, but there were also false prophets among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies. What is it? Even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. So, what defines a damnable heresy and an undamnable heresy is the matter. Of the death and resurrection of Jesus. This brought us to various kinds of questions. Talking about religion. And I've already told you that when we say religion, it simply means building the structure again. Lego, Lego, re-Lego. Doing it over again. The structure that connects you to source, doing it again, that is religion. So, it's so funny when you hear some Christians saying, others are playing religion and they are not, and they are not um, living the life. Oh, that also shows ignorance. Because there is pure religion and that is Christianity. Pure religion, pure religion. Christianity is religion. Don't say Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is religion. It is the religion that is centered on the death and resurrection of Jesus, which imparts life to our souls and to our hearts. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this. Now, such a statement may warrant and call for all manner of arguments. This is what leads us into the subject matter of canonization. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this. To visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted 
from the world, then it opens up the discussion. What is the world? I said, the subject matter that we're dealing with, you can't run away from certain linked topics to make full meaning. He said, pure religion is to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. What is the world that we are supposed to keep ourselves unspotted from? From the author of The Seven Pillars of Wisdom and Decrypting Righteousness, Pastor Obedobing Day, comes a brand new bestseller, The Programming of Trouble. Take a journey to understand what the times and seasons are and also discover how trouble comes in varied forms. You will understand what your covenant right against trouble is as a child of God. Let God's grace embedded in this book gloriously change your life as you turn each page and pray forth with the 200 fiery prayer bullets. Available in all our bookshops across the nation. Call us now on plus 233-247-036136 or on plus 233-557-926498. You can also get copies online via Amazon.com or order via our website www.crascosmopolitan.org Shalom Two things here, number one Peter does not blink He said there is pure religion So, religion as open as can be means that there is what is pure and there is what is impure. Then hear what he says. He said every religion would end up before God and the Father. That matter must be well understood. He didn't say before God and he didn't say before the Father. He said, before God and the Father. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father. Why didn't he say before God the Father? But it is before God and the Father. So when I say that, God is the end of all religion and the definition of what is pure and what is impure, I am not talking about the Father alone. I'm talking about all that is in existence as God. This is very settling for the heart, pure religion. So if somebody says he is into the attainment of bliss, which is life and peace as defined by Paul in the book of Romans, the chapter number eight, he said to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. This life and peace is bliss. The definition of bliss in spirituality is to have life and peace. So, hear this. 
in the classification of religion and in the clash of religion there are three kinds of people in all religion the fathers of religion the youth of religion and the children of religion now do not be children who are tossed to and fro in religion don't be children tossed to and fro to and fro that exists in all religion he said in Ephesians chapter 4 he said henceforth that we no more be children that we no more be children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine by the slaves of men cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive so watch this when I say children I'm talking about those in the religion that go after anything and they seem to be confused. Today they are two. Tomorrow they are the fro. They go to and fro. Children of religion. They're number two. There also exists the youth of religion. Who are the youth of religion? When we talk about the youth of religion, we are looking at those that have committed themselves to understand the precepts to be founded and they are referred to as the youth of religion the youth of religion don't confuse this who are the youth of religion I actually believe that Timothy was not young as many may claim I actually believe I'm not talking about um, how do we call it a conflict here or a dispute of facts I'm saying I actually believe that Timothy was not young a man as others may call it why do I say so because the definition of a youth in the Bible is specific let no man look down on your youth he's not talking about physical age He's talking about an attainment of spirituality. Let no man despise your youth. What does it mean? There is a time when you are a child and there is a time when you are a young man. A young man is a youth. So before we deal with 1 Timothy chapter 4, we read in the book of John, when the apostle was writing in his letters, one John, he said, I write unto you fathers, I write unto you young men, and I write unto you children. These have got nothing to do with physical age. He's actually talking about the attainment of spiritual stature in the body, in the faith of religion. Now hear what he said. I write unto you fathers because you have known him. That is from the beginning. You are standing in a place like Moses. You have known him. That is from the beginning. I write unto you young men. And that does not mean masculine figures. But actually a stature of youthfulness within religion. He said because you have overcome the wicked one. You have overcome the wicked one. Who is this wicked one? We will see it soon. Because the wicked one is the world and the controller thereof. 
You have overcome the wicked one. You have overcome the wicked one. The one that wants to draw you. The one that is here to resist you in religion. The one that creates the confusion of faith. The one that does not make you settled in your heart. Hey, if you are a youth, you have overcome the wicked one. The deceiver of the world. For he deceived Adam. Hey, you have overcome the wicked one. For he deceived the whole world according to the revelation of Jesus Christ. Before the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. We must overcome the wicked one. The Bible said, and the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He deceived the whole world. But the one that brings him the deceit of this whole world being the wicked one you as a young man has overcome him you have gone into a certain stature of spirituality where his words don't mean anything to you now watch this the bible says you children you go to and fro you are carried away by every wind of doctrine that is lying in wait to deceive to deceive he said that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro carried about carried about with every wind of doctrine he said by the slaves of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive so watch this who is a young man the young man is the one that has overcome the deception of the wicked one. He is the one that has overcome the deception of the world. And we need to know what the world is. you can understand my language biblical terminologies and now you can ask yourself whether you are a child in the faith whether you are a young man in the faith or whether you have attained fatherhood in the faith now hear me listen you can be in church for 50 years and before god you are still a child if any topic of christian doctrine gets you confused you are a child it doesn't matter whether you are an archbishop or a bishop you can even be a pope or a cardinal christian topics doctrine the matter of doctrine gets you confused we are not talking about your church doctrine we are talking about when we hear the things that you are saying the contents of the word of god in you on the subject matter of our faith 
when we realize that there is a dent in the doctrine that you are preaching, which shows that there is yeast in what you are saying, in the dough, in the bread that you are serving, there is yeast in it. It simply means that the dough is not, there is living. It is not unleavened. Then you, that preacher, you are a child. You got to get this straight. Any preacher that preaches with yeast will leave him in his message. He's a child. Because in spiritual maturity, a young man cannot be deceived. Please, we are not talking about the deception of um, let me say, I cannot be deceived. Like my reality is a baby and Adam. That's not because you may even be living in deception. But that your reality. Maria Tanso. We are not talking about me. Make a church of Pentecost. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that one. Me. Make a Presbyterian. You may be living in deception by this your Presbyterian Methodism and Pentecostal and charismatic and your charismatic. And you may be living in deception. An entire cult within the body of Christ could be living in deception. So get the deception I'm talking about. Then you can define your age spiritually. This is a very important matter. It's a matter of concern. Do you have gravity when it comes to the word of God? Gravity in the word of God. So who is a child? Children are tossed to and fro on the basics of deception. Who is a young man? A young man is the one that has overcome the wicked one. Who is this wicked one? The one that deceived the whole world. He has overcome him. At this point in time, there is no deception that the enemy may sell out, that he will buy like Adam and Eve did. Adam and Eve were spiritually toddlers. Adam was a toddler spiritually. That is the reason why it is not in... Drop that one. You see, I need to bring you to that place where you are hearing well. I don't want to endure your heart. I want you to follow me. And I won't say things... That will let you block in. Because there are things I want to say about Adam. And especially the woman Eve. And if you don't take care, in hearing the depth of it, you need to understand everything. What the world is. When we finish, we'll talk about Adam and Eve. In the context of what you think you have become. Lando statica destai imamasho daigisaiga barali kamande sondre hilo zaikitas ei zagangi songe ai ivi ai katakash kadahashta lehesh kedehai moralu keso iai kita randeli rohosera hi hahadis kata stalan 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 hear this hear this so now, we're looking at who is a young man. 
So I say that Timothy may not necessarily be young physically, but was a youth spiritually. He had attained that place where he was to be an example to the brethren, to the believers. <laughs> he was not to be an example to the young ones. Physically, he was to be an example to the believers. Be thou an example of the believers. Watch this. In word. I say that Timothy was not physically young. Be an example in word. Be an example in conversation. Be an example in charity. Be an example in spirit. Be an example in faith. Be an example in purity. This is a young man. One who inspires others. He has overcome the wicked one. 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 Let no man despise your youth. He's not talking about 20-year-olds to 40-year-olds. Like the way we made it to sing. You may apply it like that if you want to. There's nothing wrong with it. That's application. But we are looking at my little children, so who were they, according to Paul, for whom I travail again in bed pangs until Christ be formed in you. Was he talking about children? No, he was talking about a stature of spirituality. My little children, for whom I travail in bed pangs till Christ be formed in you. Watch it. So we are fathers. Who are the fathers? They know him from the beginning. Who are the young men? They have overcome deception. Who are the children? Tossed to and fro. Three portions of faith. So what do you do? When you go to Islam, they have the three. These three are definitions of religion. These three. They are in every religion. It is not necessarily in the usage of words. They are actually what we see always being expressed in religion there are people who belong to faith but they are not grounded in the faith they are tossed to and fro they are muslims but they wonder if islam is the true way sometimes it will occur to them are you really sure that it is islam you really want to be in there are christians who sometimes occurs to them hey this thing we call christianity are we really sure about this christianity children so if you see a man of god telling you i've been battling with this for 20 years till last year when i now resolved and came to a resolute decision that tells that for the 20 years that he was a man of god he was a child so get this it doesn't matter so you come to the place where religion or the faith you belong to is solidified in your heart to overcome every contrary word that seeks to deceive and to convict and to make converts from that religion to another religion. Then 
You are a child. So this is it. What do we preach? When we preach, eh, we are not looking for the fathers of the religion. We won't get them. They have what they have known from the beginning. You can't win them. When we also preach, we are not looking for the young men. We will not get them. They have overcome anything called deception or what can deceive them in religion. What are we looking for? The children of the faith that are being tossed to and fro. So, since they are going to and fro, now, typically, let's make it practically appreciative. When you start a church, do you go and look for churchgoers? I'm asking you a question. Do you go and look for churchgoers? No. Because on Sunday, they'll be on their way to their church. You can't convince them to come to your church. So who do you go and look for? Every church begins with children. Like we started. No, before you come to those who stay at home, every church, if you want to start a church, you have to start with children. If you are not ready to do children's ministry, that's how come, yes, by the way, okay, that's how come if you are a pastor and you say you don't have a heart for children, it means you can never be a church planter. Is it not the reason why when we send elders, we see what happens to their master seeds? Because they are not ready to focus on children. Any church that does not focus on children will not grow. Because look at this. Just a few years back, we met Eugene, her sister. Now they are all sitting in this place as youth. A few years back. So if you mobilize a thousand children, give yourself time. But in 10 years, they will grow. Yes, they will grow. It is the reason why when you look around here, we have a lot of 20-year-olds, more than 30-year-olds, and fewer than 40-year-olds, and fewer than 50s, fewer than 60s. Those that are in their 60s and 70s are very few. Because it is a different thing that might have brought them here. Yes, so it's a different matter that might have brought them here. But this is the reason why if you want to start a church and you start in your 50s, forget it. The people you win, they have found their churches already. Oh, you are not getting this. They have found their place. Ah, you are 50 years old. You want to now start a church. It won't work. Because when you meet all your colleagues that you can talk to, they are already in churches. Ah, do you know that there are people who love CCI? They wish they were in CCI. But I am sorry, Penyu. Ah, into me, Beja Assembly Spar, Nama Baba, a member. It was CCI. Dicky NS Pa. Presbyter Samuel Pa. Nama Baba didn't call Uncle H. Unless it is revelation. That one is different. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truth for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobing a Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.